0: This is Minutia Man with Rick and Dave. On this week's Minutia Man with Rick and Dave. Dueling in Canada. An eating and drinking guide of the Netherlands. Uh, Jenkins, whose body is this? The infamous worst trade in Cubs history. And Rick's brush with movie producer Blake Edwards. All that in unlimited tangents this week on Minutia <laughs> That is coming up right now.
1: The following is a Tony Lasano podcast. An OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Minutia Men with Rick and Dave.
0: Now, welcome to our uh, final episode before we take our uh, summer break of Minutia Men with Rick Kempfer and Dave Stern. Dave, you there?
2: Yeah, let the record show that we're taking a break because of you i wanted to work right through the summer
0: (laughs) well i think uh i ran it by the uh the radio misfits people to have uh, a minutia man show (laughs) and they just said nah that's not a good (laughs) idea
2: that's uh um i wouldn't even know how to turn on the podcast switch to even put
0: it on so so what um, you're saying is i'm kind of crucial to this whole process here
2: you're the skipper i'm gilligan you're the skipper my friend okay uh, and what, uh, enlighten us. Where are you going? What's going on? Uh, I know you mentioned it a couple episodes ago, but uh, talk to us. What, what are you doing?
0: I am going to Europe with uh, my son's soccer team. Uh, I'm one of the coaches of the team. We're taking 18, 14, and 15-year-old boys and their families uh, to Europe. We're going to Holland. We're going to uh, Germany. And we're going to England. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I cannot wait. It's going to be so much fun. And we're leaving. Uh, We're taping this on Tuesday. Uh, We are leaving on Wednesday. So by the time people hear this broadcast, I will be in Europe. So you are in that mad,
2: that mad going to Europe tomorrow scramble right now.
0: Yeah, because, you know, we've had so much work to do recently. Uh, We've had meetings Three or four days this week. Uh, last yep. yesterday, we were at the London House with Mitch Michaels and Ken Chirilla, signing a, a book deal with them. And by the way, that's a that's a pretty cool place, the London House.
2: Oh my God! It was uh, uh, that view is just spectacular.
0: It's spectacular. It's overlooking the Chicago River, right on the corner of Wacker and Michigan. It's it's really it, highly recommend. I've, I can't believe I've never been there. And the lobster roll was just fantastic. Yeah, it wasn't eighteen dollars fantastic.
2: <laughs> but
0: it, right wasn't, it, it yeah,
2: was. Yeah, right, 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 right. Exactly. Yeah, uh, uh, I'm not sure anything is eighteen dollars fantastic, and I mean anything.
0: I remember right? when I went to New York for, for the first time. I I won this contest, and they sent me to New York. It was the very first time I ever went to New York City. And one of the they said you only have one meal that you have to take care of yourself. It's lunch. And so I went to uh, a deli, because mm-hmm. I love deli food, 20%. and I got a, a corned beef sandwich. And this was, you know, this is twenty five years ago. Or yeah, twenty five years ago. And this the corned beef sandwich was fourteen dollars and ninety five cents, and I was offended <laughs> at the cost. I'm like, excuse uh, me, what did you say? Fourteen ninety five? That's
2: outrageous. We were at Disneyland. This is like four or five. And I I know you throw, you know, all logic is thrown out the window when you're in anything that starts with Disney. But we were at Disneyland and we were staying at a hotel. I'm not even sure it was on the property of Disneyland, but it was really close. Uh, And we got home late one night and we're hungry and we're like, you know what, let's just order room service. And uh, I think Lila was like three or four at the time. And she got a bowl of Rice Krispies. And me and my wife split a baked potato and it was like 22 bucks. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you're like, my God, that mouse is in your pocket immediately. But the potato looked like a mouse head. So it was worth it. You know,
0: you know, I I, maybe I'm just getting uh, soft in my old age Uh, because usually it's the other way around. You get like outraged. As you get older, everything becomes more outrageous. Yeah. I get. To, I've gotten to the point where, like, I, that nineteen dollar uh, lobster uh, yeah. sandwich. I was like, eh, whatever." Yeah,
2: <laughs> exactly. It's not like I'm right.
0: rolling in the dough now. It's just that I just don't care anymore.
2: Well, right. And you know that when you go to a place that is so nice, as, as nice as the London House, you're, you're going to get hosed. Right. You know no, your you're- food. You're, you you just accept it. You bend over and you're like, okay. You're not thank paying you.
0: just for that sandwich. You're paying for. The view, the, right,
2: and the company, and the book deal. That's right, uh, and it's going to be a great book, and it's coming out beginning of September. Yes, that's so right. So watch for it on press dot com. Um, so you're leaving Wednesday um, tomorrow.
0: Yes, I'm leaving on Wednesday, and uh, what times your What times your flight? I think it's in the afternoon, like three thirty okay. in the afternoon, or something like that. We we are, we're going to Dublin first. And then from Dublin, we're going to uh, Amsterdam, and we'll be in Amsterdam for four days.
2: So you're bringing 20 high school boys to Amsterdam. Yeah. yeah. Where I know. marijuana and prostitution is legal.
0: Yeah, but you know what? Uh, the thing about, I looked this up, uh, you can't be a prostitute customer until you're 16, so it's not like it's a wild, wild <laughs> west <wall stay>. there. <laughs> I mean, they really do clamp down.
2: <laughs> sixteen. I'm not sure I had a penis when I was sixteen. But
0: <laughs>
2: to be honest with you, uh, I, I probably did. I don't remember, but I'm pretty
0: sure uh, I did, and I was uh, making sure it was there every day.
2: <laughs> right. Uh, hey, I've got some tips for you while you're in Europe. Oh, okay. By the way, All right. uh, I, know, I know you've been to Germany quite a bit. And I'm going to center on Germany for okay. right now. Um, been there. I live I can, there. Right, exact right. So some of these might be just uh, this might be well such minutia that you don't even care about. But one thing is, uh, never walk in the bicycle lanes there. Evidently, they get very pissed off when you walk in a in a bicycle lane, or you walk against the light. That is true. uh, I mean, I guess they really, really
0: jaywalking is a real thing there
2: yeah they the germans do not like that at all no um
1: rules are rules
2: well here's Buzz, one that you probably uh may make sure that your your team your team these boys know about it you can't engage in a pillow fight in germany did you know that,
0: that that's that's a made-up story i think
2: well it's uh you don't here it is it's no this was on buzzfeed it's totally oh, okay. ru- it's totally true yeah. uh if you whack somebody with a pillow and you injure them, you can be technically charged with assault, with a <laughs> pillow. Uh, and there's only one exception, is on International Pillow Fight Day, which is when Berliners uh, participate. There's like a festival, International Pillow Fight Day in Berlin, um, where you you whack each other with pillows. Um, but then I'm sure the Germans will pick up every frickin' feather that falls out, don't you think?
0: Uh, This this must be a Berlin thing I haven't been to Berlin in many years But uh, I've never heard of the pillow fight rule Yes,
2: it's the international pillow fight day Uh, Rick, avoid talking about the war Yes Uh, That's a great point uh, Germans don't like um, hearing about that. And don't sing the original first verse of the national anthem. Did you know that?
0: Yes, I did know that. We've discussed that on this show.
2: Right. The, the tennis match. Wasn't that what it was? They yeah. played it at the tennis match. Um, and just finally, uh, don't be late to appointments. So if you've got a game that starts at 11, get there at around 9:20, okay? Just to be on the safe side.
0: And and if you're train, if you're taking a train or a bus or something and it's supposed to pick you up at 9:20, it'll be there at 9:20. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. It's
2: like, just like that in Japan, too. Um can I ever tell you the story I may have even done it on this podcast, so have your finger on the on the jingle that Dave told the story. When we were in Tokyo and we were taking the bullet train to Kyoto, um It was called the Shinkansen, and this train goes like 180 miles an hour, and it's really smooth, just like the CTA here in Chicago, Rick. Yeah. And um, one of the things that we always read about Japan before we went there is that trains are never late, absolutely never, ever late. Just, you know, you can bank on it. So we were on the platform waiting for the train to go to Kyoto, and it was like, I don't know, Four minutes or not even it was like a minute and a half before it was supposed to be here and you look down the Tracks, you you can't see it. And you're like, we're this is this is bullcrap that we're gonna have a late train here There's no way that you know, there's gonna be a train here So I turned to my wife talked to her and then I turned back in like 12 seconds and the train was right in front of us <laughs> it, had, it had gone so quietly and it was so stealthy that it traveled probably a mile I mean as far as I could see within like 10 seconds it was like it just appeared there. It was like the freakiest thing.
0: I, I was heard. I was just talking to the boys on the team about this yesterday, you know, about traveling on the autobahn because mm-hmm. you know, they're all excited about, you know, going on the autobahn because you can go super fast. And right. you know, it's true. You can not go super fast. A lot of areas they there there are no speed limits at all. Wow. And and the thing is that you know, we we're talking about the rules in Germany. One rule that cannot be broken is you must stay in the slow lane unless you are passing. And it's for the same reason you just described. Uh, if you uh, are in the in the slow lane and you look in your rearview mirror and you see nobody there, by the time right. you get your blinker and go to the next lane, there's somebody
2: there. <laughs> right, right. That's like the Dan Ryan here in Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we'll be careful out there. You're gonna be driving at all, or just bussing everywhere? You're not gonna drive,
0: are no, you? No, we got a motor coach, and uh, we'll be in Frankfurt and Cologne and Heidelberg, and it'll be fun.
2: How long are you gonna be in London
0: for? Uh, six days in London, and that's after the uh, the soccer part of the trip is over. I'm going there just with my wife and kid, just to have fun.
2: Are you gonna have a Beatles? Jerk off there? I mean, are you really – are you going to, like, do the Beatles tour and stuff? And,
0: do I, mean, I, you know, do yeah. I really need to answer that question? <laughs>
2: uh, well, you know, I, I think we'll still have – diplomatic relations with (laughs) Britain by the, or with England. I did tell everybody,
0: and and this is not, I'm not making a political statement here, so please don't get upset with me, but I did tell everybody, you might not want to wear your make America great again. (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah. But, uh, I don't know. We better hurry up with this podcast because the sessions, um, uh, press car, the the hearing is coming up in a few hours and I got
0: it. I got ready for that.
2: Um, you're not gonna be in Canada are you
0: I am not gonna be in Canada
2: you want do you want to, you want to uh, flip the switch the jingle switch for the uh, for just our regular get to it? Minutia men
0: jingle i'm not prepared to do that one today so no
2: okay <laughs> oh, okay uh, <laughs> I
0: don't, I don't, uh I well rick find uh, it this morning. <laughs> okay
2: well that's no problem uh, the one
0: is, time we've been doing this is <laughs> our, what our 54th episode 55th episode? the one
2: time i
1: ask the one time I ask.
2: <laughs> ask
0: for one i i'm not ready for it all right
2: well it's good to know now that it's now legal to challenge someone to a duel in canada did you know that i did uh, not this week, the Minister of Justice and Attorney General of Canada, Jody Wilson-Raybould, A, introduced legislation meant to update and modernize the criminal justice system. And one of the, one of the aspects of this um, law is that it's now that they are rescinding the um, restrictions on dueling in Canada. So you can duel. You can you can challenge someone to a duel. Now, in Canada, they're so polite. What would a what would a Canadian duel look like? You know, it'd be after you? No, after you? No, you yeah, shoot that's me a first. Good
0: question. And what weapons? I mean, it, they have they have gun laws, don't they? And
2: oh yeah, big time, gun, big time gun laws. I think maybe a hockey stick.
0: Oh, that's like, good. That's or good. a
2: bottle of Molson, maybe.
0: Maybe uh, if they really want to get uh, rowdy, maybe some uh, Yo Mama jokes, like a Yo yeah. Mama off.
2: Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hey, your mama's so fat. Yeah. Hey, that was my <laughs> Canadian accent. I'm not. As Yo good Mama
0: is so fat that when she talks to herself, it's a long distance call. <laughs> uh, so uh, I watched I watched one of these uh, Yo Mama fights uh, <laughs> one time on TV. It was it was like a yo mama off for this is for real and I I remember a couple of them that's one the other one I remember is because uh, I just thought these were kind of funny uh, yo mama is so fat that she doesn't eat with a fork she eats with a fork lift that was one that <laughs> I stuck that's in my one. brain that's a good one and the other one let's see if I make sure I get this right. Your, your mama is so fat that the sign inside one restaurant says maximum occupancy 300 or your mama. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know what? Those
2: are pretty good. I, 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 I didn't that's why I'd I remember them.
0: Was... Uh, that's because <laughs> they were pretty
2: good. Uh, it's like knock knock jokes. How often do you hear a knock knock joke? That is good.
0: Yeah, almost never. All right. I got one. OK. Knock knock. Who's there?
2: Little old lady.
0: Little old lady who?
2: I didn't know you could yodel. Oh.
0: <laughs> you still got the young ones at home, don't you? I do. I,
2: do. <laughs> I, I flop. I flop that out like six times a week. You know, it, it's like Tony and Tina's wedding in my house. It just it plays like three times a day.
0: <laughs> did they go through the stretch where they would be like, knock knock, who's there? Horse eating, horse eating, who <laughs> yeah. <Nose>. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Know.
2: God. Air, Yeah, yeah. Aaron did one. And she still does it every once in a while. I mean, she's 11. Um, I, I think she realizes that funny, but it was, it's a knock-knock. Who's there? Hamburger bun.
0: Hamburger bun who?
2: Sesame seeds in your butt.
0: <laughs> <laughs> See, I still find them funny. <laughs>
2: Those are funny. You know, every time she says it, it's, it cracks me up, you know, uh, so – so, anyway, so if you're going to be in Canada.
0: Um, okay, well, that was, we really took a tangent this time.
2: <laughs> yeah. We went from Canada to sesame seeds in your butt. Okay. Well, diagram- any English major out there, I'd like you to diagram those sentences, please.
0: Okay, it's time for a minutia quiz. Are you ready for that?
2: Sure. Do you have the jingle I, ready for this? I do,
0: and I'm going to play it right. right now.
1: Time now for a minutia man, minutia man, minutia quiz. quiz.
0: So we were talking earlier about the Netherlands. You gave me some minutia about Germany, but I have some minutia here about the Netherlands or Holland. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm, before I tell you, before I do the quiz, though, I've just got one, one question for you on the quiz. Um, I was doing some uh, r- investigative work to find out what kind of food and drinks are are popular in. In Holland, and let's just say that it's probably best that you don't go there.
2: This is sp- it's not spicy. Why? Why would I guess wh- wh- wh-
0: what? The, guess what? The most popular food in Holland is um, Mexican food. I don't know. I don't yeah. know what. What's my favorite food that you mock <laughs> me for eating? Like oh,
2: like herring? Herring. <laughs> oh, okay. oh
0: god it's a oh. traditional dutch food called hollands nuva herring and uh it's a raw herring fish served with chopped onions oh my god my mouth is watering i eaten with or without bread but here's how they do it differently and, and it's only between may and july this is when it's really a uh the best time to eat this fish so we're going right at the perfect time okay. the fish um should be prepared according to the Dutch tradition where the, it's freshly caught and gutted on board a fishing boat, leaving the pancreas in the fish. The pancreas, uh, pancreatic enzymes perform much of the preservation of the herring so that the brine uh, they are kept in needs less salt. And then here's how you eat it, Dave. You hold a fish by the tail, uh. dunk it in your mouth with your head thrown back, and eat it that way.
2: Now, do you eat the bones and everything?
0: No, no, it's all you know. Oh, it's already everything's debunked. out of there except okay. the pancreas, which is um,
2: delicious. Uh, that sounds fantastic. Please bring some home for me.
0: And the other, uh, the top drink that they, the drink of Holland, uh, the alcoholic beverage, because that's really all I'm interested in, is gin. But they don't drink. The kind of gin that we have, which is basically flavored vodka mm-hmm. uh, with juniper berries. They have uh, something called uh, a Jennifer, which is uh, called the Spirits of Netherlands. It's like a flavored whiskey more with uh, uh, some juniper berries in there. But it, this is how you drink it. All right. It, you, mm-hmm. It's called a kopstoot, which is a headbutt. Right. This is how you do the kopstoot. You put a tulip glass on the table. You pour a small glass of beer and put it near the tubal glass, tulip glass. Then you pour What's the a tulip? What's you a know, tulip? tulip shaped glass. Okay. That's what you drink right. this out of. Then you okay. pour chilled Jennifer carefully into the tulip glass until it's so full that the top bulges. Okay. Mm. And then bending from the waist, they seem to do a lot of this. Bending from the waist, you take the first generous sip of Jennifer, straighten up, have a sip of beer, continue until you finish. Boom, 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 boom.
2: Wow. So you are going to, so that's you're going to be tipping, so you're going to be tipping your ha- head back to eat the fish. Yeah. And then you're going to lean over, get, oh my, you're just going to be, you're going to pull a neck muscle.
0: Oh, there's no you're question. Gonna, I'll be in the emergency room for sure. What? Uh, well, that's okay. They've socialized medicine, so everything will be yeah, fine. That's that would a good point. Up. All right. All right. So here's the quiz. Which one of these things were not invented in the Netherlands? You ready? Uh-huh. A the telescope B tulips C orange carrots and D the compact disc.
2: Well are tulips and orange carrots invented?
0: Well yeah, I mean know, they were I, the origin I, uh, of them.
2: Okay, so um, well, I don't think it's too loves because that would be too. That, that that's too easy. Um, orange carrots. I say orange
0: carrots. Uh, nope, they invented the orange carrots. <clears throat> orange carrots did uh, were were genetically engineered by the Dutch. Before that, the carrots were all white or red, and they <laughs> and they made orange carrots because orange is the color of. Holland, and they huh. uh, trans and and now those are the only kind of carrots you get. So there's, no, there's some minutia.
2: The, that is a big time minutia. So, right, the telescope,
0: the tulips, or the compact disc? Which one did they not invent? The compact disc. They did invent that. They also invented videotape and everything. Uh, any other kind of uh, recording tape? Because uh, Philips is a. Uh, is a Dutch company, and they invented all that stuff.
2: Okay, uh, telescope.
0: Telescope that was invented by. Oh, son! It's bitch. tulips. Tulips. They can't. They they stole those from Turkey, of all places. Oh well. See now, that's they're known as a tulip country, and and it's not even theirs. They stole you it. You know what? You're canceling this trip. You
2: are not going. Isn't that offensive? It it, it is offensive. it's like saying uh, Americans didn't invent pizza. <laughs>
0: <laughs> or or hamburgers or yeah,
2: or, gu- or obesity <laughs> or gun deaths come on
0: uh, we may not have invented any of those things but we have perfected them
2: <laughs> yeah, right. we are excelling at it yes all right. um, so, all right, you got
0: another question uh, no that's it There's just a one question quiz
2: oh man I totally failed all
0: yeah, right. uh, yeah you did it was your last choice
2: you know usually a minutiae man quiz has like a three or four questions
0: yeah, I didn't have time. I'm putting I'm uh, stuff together, We're doing a trip. I mean, I right. just gave you a I gave you the thirty percent effort there,
2: right? Okay. Well, I wasn't really paying attention to the answer, so I was giving like my twelve percent. Okay. Effort answering
0: it. Good, good, so. good. Will you have any more minutiae for us?
2: Uh, Fight? Can you? Do you know where the Jenkins jingle yes, is?
0: Yes, I know where the Jenkins
1: okay. jingle is, okay. and here it is. When you're on the job and you're not doing it right. Jenkins! Time now for Dave to share stories of employee screw-ups. Jenkins! It could only be Jenkins! Jenkins! With Rick and Dave. Jenkins! And before you
0: get to the Jenkins segment today, I want to tell you about what my wife gave me yesterday. She brought home a, a bottle of Diet Coke. And uh, you know how some of these Diet Cokes... They put names on them and stuff, just you know, like Sarah, Susie, Sally. Right when you buy them, this one, I swear to God, says Jenkins.
2: Oh, you have got to!
0: I'm saving it for you. It's I'm saving it for you. Oh, that's awesome. Um,
2: I wonder if they sell this um, soda pop in Malta. Do you know where Malta is? Uh, sort of. It's like a suburb of Sicily. It's like a little island. Mm-hmm. off of sicily um bodies switched in mortuary blunder man misses his own funeral <laughs> a mix-up at the mater Dell hospital mortuary last week led to the burial of the wrong body with relatives making the shocking discovery when the corpse corpse of their loved one was nowhere to be found the incident was discovered when a granddaughter of one of the two men went to the mortuary to visit her grandfather's coffin. Once up close, the woman was shocked to see that the body lying inside the coffin that supposedly belonged to her grandfather was actually that of another man. Now, let that sit in for just one quick second. Uh, Not only did they screw up and put the wrong body in there, but evidently this guy must have had a funeral and visitation and burial, or close to burial, and then all of a sudden Instagram editor goes, wait a second, that's not Popa. <laughs> you, you know? How many people viewed this body before they realized that, oh my god, oh, that, that yeah, that Opa didn't have a beard or whatever? Well, you know, that's why uh, they
0: started doing open caskets in the first place. Right, so that you could... You just, are you 100% the, sure? Is that him? Yep. Is right. he dead? Yeah. He's yeah. dead. Um... The um
2: so that is um so this is a bad guy this is a bad yeah. problem um so I don't know how you say Jenkins in would it be Italian right I think they speak Italian
0: in Malta I don't even know let's say Maltese uh, okay um Ooh, but, the Maltese uh, Falcon
2: you know what you got one freaking job I know. I mean, can't you, isn't there like an identification or something or I don't know.
0: Right. Uh, you know, when you, when you got the body in search, the pockets, get the ID out, match yeah, it with right. the uh, face.
2: Right. Right. You search see if there's any valuables that you can take. <laughs> right. Exactly. As you're plucking the gold teeth out. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. yeah. Hey, don't mention that when you're in Germany. Okay. They don't like talking about things like that.
0: You just brought it back to that again, didn't you? (laughs) All right. Well, thank you for that Jenkins feature. Uh, That would uh, be a good one. And now it's time for our Cubs feature.
1: Time now for a collection of Cub geekness. This is Just One Bad Century. With Rick and Dave.
0: So, Dave, this is the week that all White Sox fans celebrate uh, as the greatest week in White Sox history. Hmm. Because this is the week that the Cubs traded Lou Brock. Yeah.
2: For, uh, 1964. Ernie Broglio or whatever. That's right. You know,
0: I've done some research into this trade and, um, you know, at the time it was not considered a completely stupid trade. Um, here's the problem. Lou Brock came up with the Cubs during their, that ridiculous college of coaches experiment Mm -hmm. where Mm -hmm. they didn't have a manager. They just had like rotating coaches. And they thought that this was some, you know, uh, revolutionary method of teaching. And really all it did is screw up a couple of potential hall of famers (laughs) like Lou Brock and Billy Williams and Ron Santo. And they eventually got their acts together, but Unfortunately, Lou Brock did it elsewhere. Uh, in 1962 in his rookie season, he hit 263. So he wasn't doing that great. He only hit 258 in in uh, 63, and he was only hitting 251 in 1964 when the trade was completed, and they did get a bunch of players for him. I mean, they got uh, Bobby Shantz and Doug Clemens and and Ernie Broglio for Lou Brock. Now, unfortunately, Lou Brock went on to become the MVP that year. He uh, was 24 yeah. years old. All he needed was guidance and coaching, and they got that in St. Louis. And they turned him into uh, – the Cubs thought he was a power hitter. He wasn't. He was a, sp- a speed demon. And he, by the time he finished playing baseball, he had set the record for the most stolen bases in history. So that was a pretty bad trade considering that uh, – Ernie Brolio went 7-19 and 19 for the Cubs. <laughs> Bobby Shantz won zero games as a uh, Cubs pitcher. And Doug Clemens played a grand total of 182 games as a backup outfielder.
2: That's uh, Now, let's go back to the College of
0: Coaches thing.
2: They yeah. had six. Was it six managers that would rotate? Is that what it was?
0: I think there were. Yeah, I think there were six.
2: So what would they do? Would they have, like, a schedule at the beginning of the year? Okay, okay. Stern, you've got Tuesday the 16th. You've got uh, Thursday the 24th. No, I mean, how no, they, that-
0: they would do it, like, in stretches. So, like, the first coach gets the first 12 games of the year. <clears throat> and and, they, and you keep going until you go into a bad streak, right? And then <laughs> with the Cubs at this stage, there were lots of bad streaks. They were a terrible team. So they would go, you know, twelve games, and the next guy would come in and totally change everything. All right, here's our new lineup. <laughs> you know, yep, our new pitching rotation is you, 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 and you. You know, <laughs> I just pitched yesterday. <laughs> and uh, right. Eight days later, they come in with a new. Uh, all right, here's how it's going to be now, <laughs> and and that's and it was complete cluster. And that's one of the people that uh, suffered during that era was Lou Brock, but he got the last laugh because he is. He's Absolutely in baseball's wrong. Hall of Fame.
2: How long do they do the College of Coaches for, one year?
0: I think they did it for three years.
2: <laughs> yeah. Okay, we had a bad year, but let's try this again <laughs> this year.
0: And then and, let's try it again <laughs> another year. One of those years, they set the record for the most losses ever by a Cubs team. hundred and what? I think a hundred and three.
2: They picked up, the Cubs picked up a... Couple of young pitchers yesterday, didn't they? They did. The draft, the MLB draft.
0: Oh, you know, I, I was I wasn't even paying attention. I, you know, I'm just, I, I'm just floating on uh, past glory right now as the as the world champion. We don't really pay attention yeah. anymore. Once you, Dave, you don't understand how this goes. But once you're the world champs, yeah,
2: that lasts for yeah, that lasts for a solid year or two. Yeah, and then when they start totally sucking again, you're gonna go right back into your funk. This yeah. is just a blip because you're never going to win another one.
1: (laughs)
0: Thanks so much. It's time for our final segment of the show.
1: A random name pulled out of Rick's bowl of brushes with celebrities. Mixture. Collection. Selection. Assemblage. Medley. Assortment. Variety. Time now for Celebrity Potpourri with Rick and Dave.
0: Okay, Dave uh, reaching his hand into the Costco jar and pulling out a uh, name of a celebrity. Um, But, hey, before you say the name, Mm -hmm. this is called a tease all right people Mm -hmm. have to stay in Mm because this is always a we'll be back right after these (laughs) how do people subscribe to uh minutia men podcast
2: Dave? it is so easy what here's a lot of different ways let me i'm going to talk real slow and concisely as you look Um, it up you (laughs) no, i got it right here (laughs) right now i'm poking my head right now can you hear that uh you go to itunes uh, yeah. and you can look up minutia men on the radio misfits podcast network all you got to do there's a little button there you can subscribe it doesn't matter really what phone you have i don't think um i mean i guess it wouldn't work with a rotary phone or a touch tone phone you'd have to have some sort of smartphone yeah. uh you just press the little subscribe button and then every thursday when a new episode comes out it goes automatically to your phone
0: like magic God, so, uh, so you could do that and not miss a second ever of Man without even really ever, thinking about it ever ever. It's yeah. Why it's, would somebody uh, not do this?
2: It's it, I don't know. I don't know. Um, okay.
0: And it's
2: not the only way you could do it. You could go on Google Play if you're a Google guy. Uh, you can go on Google Play and subscribe there. You can go on Stitcher. Do you know what Stitcher is? Of course. Stitcher's like this marketplace of wonderful podcasts. Many, uh, you know, all of the Radio Misfits podcasts are on Stitcher, so you can you can subscribe it there. And there's you more. Can go the, Wait, there's yeah, I more. Know. <laughs> there is more. Uh, you go on the RadioMisfits dot um, com. Radio, M- that's the network's website, and you can just find our show. You can download it there, and you can listen to it right there on the website as well. Rick,
0: I, I so, do that all the time.
2: Absolutely. So there are a lot of different ways, and if you do listen to Minutia Men and you want to. Uh, review the podcast it's very easy to do that on itunes there's just a little, all you gotta do is click it says write a v- review um write the review we've got i think close to 60 of them already good uh a uh, couple of them are remarking about how one of the hosts has a really good radio voice i don't think they're talking about me
0: oh well that's nice <laughs>
2: what are you going to be doing right now <laughs> as soon as the minutia <laughs> podcast is over um but yeah and you can follow us on twitter that man.
0: Okay. Um, All right. Well, that's enough. That's enough. I just wanted to get people to to know that uh, they can just easily do this. Uh, so what uh, is the celebrity you pulled out of the, out of the Costco jar for this week, Dave? Blake Edwards. Okay. Now I'm guessing a lot of people may not know who Blake Edwards is. Do you know who he is? Yeah. He's the film
2: director who did 10 and he was married to, both Derek, maybe Julie Andrews, Julie Andrews. Okay. Yeah, he did like 10 and uh he did Peter,
0: all the Pink Panther movies.
2: Pink Panther the Peter Sellers movies, right? Um he if i remember correctly, Blake Edwards could do like six really good movies in a row and then like six really crappy ones in a row.
0: Yeah, and then i think after that he just did crappy ones. <laughs>
2: yeah, okay. Yeah. I, <laughs> I think
0: i think 10 was his last good one. And actually i i saw that recently. And it's not very good. <laughs> In fact, you, it's really bad. Have you seen? And
2: this is maybe blasphemous. To me say, have you seen Caddyshack lately? Yeah,
0: yeah. It's not that good. No, I know. You know, and, each, and each the, scene individually is is got moments of laughter. You know what I mean? Sure. Uh, but as a story, <laughs> not good. It's very not, badly done.
2: And you know what? Another one that broke my heart last time: the Blues Brothers.
0: Isn't See, yeah, I still like that. I still like the Blues Brothers. I saw that not too long ago, and I still like it. Yeah, just... Yeah. Well, you're wrong.
2: Anyways, uh, go on. What's okay. your Blake
0: Edwards? All right, so Blake Edwards was in town in uh, the early 90s uh, promoting Victor Victoria, which is another one of his movies. And that was a uh, a musical, and they were coming to town to, to perform uh, Victor Victoria at the... Uh, chicago theater one of those broadway in chicago type things and the star of that show was julie andrews okay so i went to interview julie andrews along with john records landecker the two of us went over there and he brought me along because i am a you know sound of music oh fanatic right. which right, right. I, you know, people make fun of me i don't care i still love that movie and you can make fun of me all you want it's a great movie are so you
2: twist out, are you going to twist down that hill when you're in well you're not going to austria no
0: right? i'm not going to austria right. um but anyway i i was tagged along he brought me along just to make fun of me john did because he wanted me to uh gasp and right. over Julie gush Sanders. like a little girl yeah. and you know I, I we've talked about this previously but my crush was really on Liesel. right right yeah. and if you want to hear that story that's in a previous episode Uh, But this story, the reason why Blake Edwards is in the jar instead of Julie Andrews is because from the moment we got to this interview with Julie Andrews, Blake Edwards took over. He was sitting next to her. He was her husband, and he was in ill health already at that time. I think he was in a wheelchair or he had a cane or something, but the man was like a... uh, like a non-stop comedy machine if if he were in a yo mama contest people (laughs) would think everybody's oh my god he was unbelievable (laughs) and she was laughing so hard she was holding her stomach and he was he's a little he was a little guy you know and you know in a wheelchair he's got had glasses he was not an attractive man and and i remember thinking to myself this gives hope to every one of us out there in the world, Who's
2: schlumpy, schlumpy guys with
0: good senses of humor. Exactly, because yeah. really, all a gal wants to do is laugh.
2: Laugh, Woody Allen, right? Yeah, think about it. Woody, yeah, Woody Allen always they had a pretty attractive wife until he started banging one of his daughters.
0: Right? Okay, now you just ruined the moment. <laughs> sorry, it just ruined uh, the moment. Sorry. Anyway, Blake Edwards, and uh, he was he was a nice guy, and and we got along great, and. Uh, and the thing that I will never forget about him is just the love in his wife's eyes, uh, oh, you know, right. and and it was real. I mean, she thought he was the greatest, and this was when Julie did, Andrews. It wasn't just some lady, you know what I mean? When um, the only when other time do, I saw that was with Ann Bancroft with Mel, Mel Brooks. Brooks. Yeah. Um, well, and every time
2: you and I we double date with each other. With our wives, you ah. see that a dying love of our wives looking you know, <laughs> you know, at us, right?
0: I, I can't remember the last time I saw that look in Bridget's eyes.
2: How about you? Uh, no. Yeah. Uh, but I'm sure it's there. I just haven't noticed it. I'm too busy making her happy.
0: Well, it's You know what it is? You can't really see that look in the eyes while the eyes, eyes are rolling. Yeah. <laughs> Right, right you know what i mean or it's look, kind of like yeah. maybe th- maybe it's there but it, since the eyes are rolling you, you can't you can't catch it you know you don't yeah. see it as well yes exactly <laughs> all right so anyway to find out more about rick and dave you can check out eckhart's Press.com and go to chicagoauthorsolutions.com if you'd like to reach us you can drop us a line at minutiamanpodcast podcast at gmail.com special thanks to executive producer tony lasana with Opie productions Distributed by Ed Silla of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Uh, I think we're gone for three weeks, Dave. All
2: right. So, resumes for Men host, please <laughs> send them
0: to... If uh, something happens to me, anyone can step in, please. Yeah. Um, but we'll be back again in uh, July with another episode of...
1: Minutriament. The proceeding was a presentation of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Find our other great shows on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and at RadioMisfits.com. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Ol Pie Productions. Tony, can you shut up? Your, your
0: mama is so fat that the sign inside one restaurant says maximum occupancy 300 or your mama. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean. Hey, it's Tony Losano from Losano Friends, and Evie Olson has this to tell you.
1: <laughs> um, great talk radio isn't dead.
2: <laughs> it just learned how to speak a different I'm language. I'm
1: sorry, Tony. Just great talk around.
2: radio isn't dead. It just uh. moved to a bad
1: place. Don't use any of this. <laughs>
2: like Losano and Friends. Can you please just delete all of this? <laughs> RadioMisfits.com. No.
1: no!